0: Hello and welcome to the Yarniax Podcast. This is episode 26, which we are recording on Thursday, December 20th. I'm Gail. And I'm Charlene. And what are you wearing? I am
1: wearing my Cityscape sweater, which is a pattern that was written by Laura Chow. And I purchased it from Twist Collective Fall 2010 Edition. And it is a sweater, let me bring up the description here, bottom-up, circular yoke, what we were talking about yeah, last, last week, in the round, Rib- well, I didn't do ribbing, but it's got stranded collar work,
0: and it is steeped. Steeped. <laughs> so the stranded color work is... The source of the name, right? Yes.
1: The cityscape is the name, and it has a stranded colorwork silhouette of a city along the yoke. And the pattern, I think it's just a generic city, as it was written. But it's yours. I, of course, had to change it, and I put in San Francisco Skyline Buildings. Which I was so clever. <laughs> I was born and raised in San Francisco, so that's my city. So I had to do that on my Which sweater. Which would of course
0: include the Golden Gate Bridge.
1: Right. Yes. <laughs> so I had to do that on my sweater. And I really love this sweater.
0: It's super cute. Her, I wear it a lot. The yoke is a dark blue, navy blue, and the rest of the sweater is a beautiful charcoal gray. So it's almost to me it looks kind of like a twilight cityscape yes, skyline. That's
1: that's exactly it. And if you look at The projects on Ravelry, there are some people who have done really beautiful versions Mm -hmm. because they've taken the whole idea of the silhouette and they've done a city skyline at sunset, for Mm -hmm. example, and the colors change in the background. It's really nice. It's very, very clever because it's not – it's kind of a modernized take on a stranded yoke sweater because it doesn't have your traditional –
0: flowery motif right it's not it. like snowflakes <laughs> right exactly exactly now, our friend Debbie at the Swift Stitch she did one and she didn't did... she use a mini mochi colored yarn yes, in the yoke that yes. gave it a really beautiful and look as well
1: that color changed and she was one she used a reds too so hers is one of the ones that I'm referring to that looks like a beautiful sunset or mm-hmm. a gorgeous sunrise it's really nice. Yeah, it's very, big, very yeah. nice. Mine is not quite so colorful, just your basic gray and blue.
0: But but it's fitting for that sweater. I think. Yeah,
1: yeah, I like it.
0: And she's wearing it with a, a slightly darker gray turtleneck under it, and it looks really pretty. Yeah. It looks very classy. Like, you could actually wear that to work and be I probably could, yeah. appropriate, yeah. yeah.
1: And so, as I mentioned, this sweater is steeped. So it is knit in the round. You knit the sweater all the way around, and then you take scissors to your steek. <laughs> I'm cringing, <laughs> just thinking of it. And you cut up the steak, and then after that is done, you knit on the button bands. And it, I believe this was my first major steeking project. I should say my only major steeking project. I've done little, I've taken, I took a steeking class at A one year. It and so, so I did a steaking sti- 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 class. Yeah. <laughs> so I did little steaking projects. Yeah. Um, cl- in class projects. And she showed us several ways of steaking.
0: And this one, I'm trying to remember. Did I, you machine, machine stitch? And that's, then what, sti- sti- that's exactly.
1: I knew you were going to ask me that. I think I
0: ended up. I remember you didn't because it, it was such a sticky yarn. Yeah.
1: I think I started to, but my machine didn't cooperate. Uh-huh. And rather than fight with it, I just I think I just stitched it
0: by hand. Did or you cr- did I crochet? I think it? you crocheted it. I almost maybe I, I crocheted remember texting with <clears throat> you almost <laughs> while you were doing it because I was so impressed by the whole process and asking you questions as you were doing it and i almost am certain you said yeah i think
1: that's what i did i unfortunately did not keep good notes in ravelry on this sweater i went through a period where i wasn't
0: keeping great notes on ravelry but do you at least have pictures in your fo's for this no actually (gasps) i realized that i don't i'll have to have you take a couple pictures
1: before you go today because i realized even though i knit this sweater two years ago has back it been that long? In, yeah. Can oh, you my believe goodness. that? It, the pattern came out in Twist Collective in the fall of 2010. I started it in November. And then I remember I put it aside during Christmas and New Year's. And it looks like I picked it up and finished it in March of 2011. Wow.
0: So almost two years ago.
1: Um, yeah.
0: Okay, now this is weird. I'm wearing a sweater that I finished almost exactly the same time. Oh, really? <laughs> weird how we keep doing things like that.
1: Wow. Can you believe this sweater what, is that see, old? I, now I can't believe yours is two years either. So, okay. Why don't you tell everybody what you're wearing? So <laughs> I am
0: wearing A Day, my cardigan, which is a Cerulea Rose Free Pattern on Ravelry, and I've talked about this on the podcast before. It has become my go-to sweater for it's a, a light gray color, and it's cardigan but it doesn't button it's an open front Mm -hmm. cardigan lots of cables it's very very warm so i can put it on over almost anything so if i'm wearing anything like with a cowl or a scarf that i don't want to button closed because it would interfere with my scarf or cowl this is what i put on almost every time i was gonna wear Jenica today but then it would (laughs) have i wouldn't have been able to fasten it over the other thing i'm wearing which is my stripy scarf which i finished about 30 minutes before leaving to come here to podcast today. And I am thrilled with my scarf. When I put it on this morning to show my family, so Max looked at it and he said, oh, it's clown clothes.
1: And I said, well, what does that mean
0: exactly? And he said, oh, it's just really, really colorful, like something a clown would wear. So it's now my stripy clown scarf. And when I put it on, Mike looked at me and I, you know, usually I get a glowing something from him and he said, oh, that's nice. So he's colorblind, so I don't know what he sees what when looks he looks like, at yeah. looks at it. But for those of you who haven't heard already, even though I've mentioned it many times, so if you've heard it many times, bear with me. Madeline Tosh Merino Cashmere Nylon Blend in five colors. Neon Rose, Ultramarine Violet, Limeade, and Button Jar Blue. And then regular Madeline Tosh Tosh Sport in Smokestack. So that's the gray, and all the other four colors are bright in your face colors. So I have it delightfully knotted around my neck right now with my, um, this is my thrift store <laughs> shirt I was talking about the other day. I got a really cool turquoise and gray striped shirt, Hollister shirt oh, for three fifty dollars at the Salvation <laughs> Army the other day, and it goes really well with this outfit. So, A-Day sweater, new stri- stripy clown scarf, scarf, and I also was wearing, but I took them off to knit, I was gifted in a swap some beautiful mitts. By Shannon, KnitWit41. I know you listen, so thank you, Shannon. They are knit in Plucky Knitter Primo Fingering Yarn, which we've talked about plucky on the podcast. Mm -hmm. We've seen it live and in person once. But this is the En Vogue colorway, which is gorgeous. This is like a color you and I both would wear. Yeah, it's plum with a little... It's tonal with uh, different shades of plum in it, I think you might say. And it's even... Tends more toward pink in the natural light, I think, mm. because I wore them outside yesterday already. <laughs> and it's the climbing – let me double-check that – climbing so pretty. mitts pattern by Anne Hansen. So love them. Thank you so much, Shannon. They're super pretty. They don't match what I'm wearing today at all, but I oh, had to wear them do. anyways. Well, they're not really well, – they don't look bad, no, but they're not no. in the same in-your-face color. <laughs> they a little permuted, but a beautiful colorway. I definitely will – Acquire some of this what a color. In the swap future. part. Yeah, it's a super, super fun swap. So that's what I'm wearing. What are you stalking Okay. We have to
1: let you guys know it's only been a week since we recorded our last podcast. I know. Because of the holidays, we're recording this episode a little bit early so that we'll stay still, on schedule. We'll still be able to stay on schedule. So we're recording a little bit early. If anything happens, during Christmas time, we won't get to it until next year because this is the right. last, it's the last episode one of 2012. For this year. So, my whole that's the long explanation for or long explanation to tell you why I haven't been stocking very much
0: or knitting very much <laughs> or, or knitting very, very much, much or finishing case. very much
1: because it's been a compressed period of time and a hectic compressed and period. a very hectic yes. period of time. Gail and I have many groups of <laughs> overlapping friends and so we were together at three events
0: over the last 4 days over the last
1: 4 days and then we both had on the off day we both had another event to go to so that was has really bitten into the knitting time.
0: Yeah, and Charlene and I, generally speaking, aren't the go out at night type of people. So four nights in a row row we were at some type of holiday party. That was amazing. It was amazing. And I was proud of myself because I didn't cancel it actually all of them and I was so proud of myself. And I had a great time. So did I. Each and every event was just
1: phenomenal. Exactly. Exactly. It was good. So long winded way. I haven't been stalking very much. The one thing that I have been stocking, and I'm going to reach over here to pick this up, is a project for one skein that I have of pencil roving, which is made by Imperial Yarn,
0: which, which is a brand we've talked Chinico, about a lot. Oregon.
1: We've talked about this yarn, and when I went yarn shopping with my mom and my sister that you heard about last episode. Because I
0: kept whining that I couldn't go with
1: them. <laughs> we hit four yarn stores that day. Whoa! And, yeah. <laughs> and I saw this. I, I had originally planned to get some of the Imperial yarn. In a different but I, base. In a different base, but I just went back and forth. I couldn't decide on a color and I couldn't decide on a project. And rather than annoy my mother and sister and make them hang out <laughs> in the yarn store for another hour, I just picked up a skein of this. And I had never seen it before. And it's very interesting. It's called Pencil Roving and it is a bulky two strand yarn. You knit with two strands very it's not twisted at all so you have to knit with it very carefully so it doesn't pull apart but the person that I spoke with at the yarn store told me that once the and I did look at a project and she was kind of pulling it she said once once it was knit it's not so fragile and you know it, it it's not like it just pulls apart it would take a little bit for me to pull it apart But it's a bulky weight, and I have 200 yards, so I've been looking at cowls and scarves, and I was telling Gail, I think what I'm going to do is just find a stitch that I like and knit what I think will be a cowl, and it might end up being a cowl or a scarf, you know, depending on the length, depending on how
0: far I can get that piece of fabric with 200 yards. We'll just see. It's a really interesting... I don't even want to call it a yarn because it's so different from what I would think yeah. of as yarn. Yeah. But it's really neat. Each of the two strands you hold together is significant in size.
1: Right. That's why it's, they call it bulking. Yeah. as yeah. a And
0: yeah. it's not plied or twisted no. or anything. No. It's no. very, very interesting. And it's soft. And oh the goodness. fabric that it makes
1: looks lofty. different, too, because it is. It's so lofty yeah. and soft. I'm trying so to that's envision what, drew what it would me look to like. It. So, well, I'll know I'm in a few weeks if that. I get around to knitting that. So that's what I have been stocking things for this. I have also been keeping up on the self-indulgent knit-along messages, yeah. looking at people's links as everyone is selecting their projects. So we'll say more about that at the
0: end, but definitely keep that in mind for your 2013 Self-indulgent knitting. You know what's been really fun is I've been seeing people mention it in other groups.
1: I have too. I've been thrilled I just heard... and tickled
0: and just every time I see it, I get this gigantic smile on I my face. I just
1: heard another podcaster mention it. She couldn't remember where she, she had heard it. heard it from, but she mentioned
0: it. So... Yeah, I'm having a lot, a lot, a lot of fun with that. I started <laughs> okay. So are you stalking anything? I'm stalking a category mm-hmm. again. I'm stalking hats. So last episode I had finished, what, like five hats, I think. Mm-hmm. And that put me on a hat binge. <sighs> I just had so much fun knitting all of them and good news we already gifted my aunt's charity group with those two big bags of acrylic yarn and they were thrilled to receive them yay our local knitting friends a few of them have approached us at the various holiday parties and said hey can i bring you my acrylic yarn to give to your aunt's <laughs> knitting group heck yeah bring it on so in the lieu of getting rid of my 100 percent acrylic I have acquired several cotton blend yarns that I found on sale and a couple of wool blend yarns. And I have now yarn in worsted, DK, sports, ready to go, wound up, and various patterns on Ravelry that I have favorited over the years.
1: So So what I
0: did is I queued several patterns, hat patterns in each weight of yarn, okay. and they're all at the end of my queue right now, so I can go to the last page in my queue and just pick whatever I'm in the mood for yeah. that day, and I have put the yarn nearby where I knit all the time so that if it's at night and everyone's asleep, I don't have to wake someone up to go get my yarn, right. so I have, it's like this big strategy of mine, oh, <laughs> look, I'm so well prepared, so watch when I go to actually do it. The needles will be in my bedroom or something. <laughs> but. I thought the plan in and of itself was hopefully very organized and proactive.
1: That's the way it always works for me. I always feel like I never have everything that I need, despite the fact that I put together the little kit. Mm -hmm. (laughs) See, I I didn't put together kits
0: per se, but I took different weights of yarn and put them all in a bag together in the drawer near where I knit so that I could access them easily. All the patterns are in my queue. They're all free patterns. So many beautiful free hat patterns on Ravelry. And then I also did fave a lot of mitt patterns. Same general idea. So I know I have yarn for them. I know that they will be great gifts and did the same thing. They're in my queue, ready to right. go. And when the mood strikes, I can just cast on. <laughs> so just makes me feel like if I have a moment, like goodness. that ever happens, I have a moment <laughs> where I don't know what to knit, right? That, oh, okay, well, I'll just cast on for a hat. Right. And then starting today, another thing I started stalking, brand new, Andrea Black, who we've mentioned on the podcast many times. Charlene is knitting the Pull Me Over Pullover right now. I've knit Mary Mary and Freya. She is having a brand new pattern test knit right now called Cora. You can go look at her own project page for Cora. Beautiful pullover in the test knitting phase, so everybody can look forward to that beautiful new pattern from Andrea It's supposed to be out, I think, late January, early February of next year, so you could get it into the self-indulgent knit-along if the spirit (laughs) struck you. So that's what I'm talking. Now, what are you knitting? She's counting.
1: Well, it's more like what I haven't been knitting, unfortunately, (laughs) because you just mentioned my Andrea Black pullover, pull me over. The holiday prep and events have taken over my evenings, and I don't think I've touched it at all since the last time we recorded, not
0: at all. Is that bugging you that it's It sitting is, there? Yeah, it is. I it, have that same because issue. I
1: look at it, it's right here actually, I look at it, and it's really close it's close to the body is close to being finished. Mm-hmm. I'm at the point now where I actually need to put it on some longer needles, try it on, oh, and figure out how much how long? longer to go. Mm, I nice. think I've only got a couple of rows. So I'm very close on that and then the sleeves. Excellent. So my goal, no, not goal, desire, (laughs) (laughs) is to finish that before the end of the year. Excellent. Don't know if that's realistic or not. Looking at the calendar, there's not too much left, but I would like to have that almost off my plate in order to start my new sweater on January 1st. Excellent. And... I do have another hat on the needles, which is actually in my hands right now. It's a second poppy hat.
0: Oh, And the cute.
1: poppy hat let me get my information for that. It's written by the woman who wrote the aviatrix hat mm-hmm. and her name is Justine Turner and the poppy hat is a free Ravelry download and it is almost like the aviatrix hat but without the chin strap Mm -hmm. and it's very very cute and it comes in newborn toddler and child sizes it's seamless it starts with a provisional cast on so you'll need to know how to do a provisional cast on and then you knit from the front of the hat to the back of the hat in in what do you in di not diamonds but what do you call almost? wedges yeah. yeah, they're not pie shaped wedges right because but, they go across the whole top right of the hat. they're kind of oval diamond shaped, and they go over the top, in other words, the two edges stay very thin because that would be the portion of the hat that's over your ears, and then it gets wider wider over in the middle of each wedge, and depending on the size you make, you. Increase the number of wedges to make the hat oh, I remember that now, right? proportionally okay. larger. Mm-hmm. And then after you've knit the correct number of wedges, you pick up along the bottom and knit ribbing down.
0: So for it's for very the brim. clever
1: for the brim. Right. It's very clever construction, and I really enjoy it, and it went really fast for me. So I'm knitting my second one right now.
0: Fun. I've knit that hat quite a long time ago. Yeah. Charity hat, probably two years ago now, and I enjoyed knitting it. Yeah, exactly. I thought it was
1: really fun, which is why I'm starting a second one, even though I thought I was going to need a second one for a gift. Turns out I don't, because the person I thought I was going to send it with left town earlier than I thought they were, so the hat, I may end up having to knit a larger version of the hat later for the baby, because... By the time I get it to the baby, the baby will have grown, <laughs> but head, I'm her, just going to continue to knit this one because somebody, I can find somebody for yep. to receive it
0: at some point. And what are you knitting, Gail? Okay, so in my hands right now is the Aurora Australis Shawlette by Melinda Vermeer. She gifted the pattern to me several months ago, and I did indeed decide to knit it with my Stimpy Lab deluxe sock yarn in the Seguro colorway which i love it's this riotous blend of purples and pinks and greens in jewel tones that's very beautiful and very variegated which isn't normally my style but i'm enjoying it immensely so that's one thing i'm actually knitting right now miette the cardigan that i spoke about on our last podcast is almost done it was a little bit snug when I finished the body in sleeves, so it buttons up the front and it was a little bit snug pulling it all the way closed, so I decided to modify it to knit the button band ribbing a little wider. It was supposed to be six rows and I did 16. I don't know if that's going to end up looking funny <laughs> or not, but at least it's not going to be too tight across my body and that would disappoint me, right. so that was my modification. So first button band side is done. The second one is almost done. Then I have to do the neck ribbing and knit on the buttons, or knit on, sew on the buttons. Mm -hmm. So by this time tomorrow, that sweater should be complete. I was hoping to have it done and wear it here today because (laughs) Uh my A-Day cardigan that I'm wearing right now is the perfect, goes with everything gray, long cardigan. I knit it, you know, past my bottom Uh length, long sleeve. Miette is going to be cropped and three-quarter sleeve, but the same idea of a sweater. It's nearly the same color gray, oh. and it will be the same type of, I can wear it over anything. It's cold today, though. you better yeah, with the this, big sweater. exactly. <laughs> I know. This is the warmer of the two mm-hmm. options, but yeah. I can see Miette being a sweater that I can wear most of the year in Santa yeah. Cruz, and it's really, really cute. I'm cool. really happy with it, especially cool. in that merino stretch yarn. Yeah. was a really good combo. And I'm also test knitting something that I can't talk about yet, but I did decide to use my new Madeline Tosh Merino Cashmere Sport Blend in the new, unbelievable coquette colorway for my test knit, and I did a swatch that I got to bring over and show to Charlene today, and it's so pretty. So I'll look forward to telling you all about that in about a month or two. Okay. So that's what I'm actually knitting. Now, have we finished anything? Here comes a crinkle of paper. <laughs> I have.
1: I've just finished. Well, yes, I have finished some things. I've finished, number one, a hat, a newborn hat called the Easy Peasy Newborn Sock Hat. And it's by (laughs) Carrie McKiernan.
0: What a great name. And
1: there's over a thousand projects on Ravelry. And it's very basic
0: stockinette
1: roll brim hat with an i-cord at the top with the little knot on it which That's you've probably cute. seen there's probably many similar patterns out there and this one is a free pattern on Ravelry did I say that already you said it was on Ravelry oh, okay if you it's, mentioned that it's it, free it is a free pattern yeah. so I very easy for beginners you would just need to know how to cast on do your basic knit in the round decreases bind off and then a little practice I cord so it's very good beginner hat pattern my issue with the one that I made (laughs) is just it's not a bad little hat I made it in the Malabrigo sock and I think the Malabrigo sock is just so soft that oops, a crinkle of paper floppy. that it's just floppy. Yeah, now, now I see what you mean. Yeah, yeah. it yeah. would it would look completely fine on a baby's head. Mm-hmm. But the fact that I made it as a gift for a non knitter makes me oh, kind of picky. Why. Okay, I was wondering <laughs> because what? Okay, I just that makes sense. I feel like.
0: See when you fold it, it's just going to look at it and not really know. When you
1: fold it, and then I think about how I'm going to wrap it. It's just you could stuff it
0: with tissue paper.
1: I could stuff it with tissue paper, and I considered that, but the rolled brim keeps rolling up. Up And if I, the more you handle it, the rolled brim just goes up. Oh,
0: it does, (laughs) huh? That almost looks like a coaster or like
1: a UFO. (laughs) And then you have to pull it down a little bit, and I don't. It would look completely fine on but i just didn't feel like it would present itself as a gift i don't know i think it will it probably will and it's a beautiful color what color of mouse sock is that i don't recall
0: it's beautiful I don't recall. It's not stone chat. I can't... It's not yeah. stone
1: chat. It's left
0: over from one of my sweaters. and It's very to, red. I'd have to look it up. With deeper reds. It's yeah. beautiful. It's similar to Madeline Tosh Tarte, kind only of, not quite yeah. as red. Yeah. It's a little more burgundy-ish. Yeah, yeah. So, I mean, so, so there's nothing wrong beautiful. with
1: the pattern. Like I said, it's just, I, for some reason, I feel like it just didn't. It wouldn't like present them. itself well Aww. as a gift. You're overthinking it. I'm
0: probably overthinking <laughs> it, but welcome to my world. So, <laughs> and besides, if you have a friend who receives a hand-knit item for her baby and doesn't like it, I'll well, be very surprised. This,
1: this person would appreciate it because she knows I'm a knitter, and she actually has a grandmother who crafts and passed on that tradition to her. And so she sews, and she likes to do a lot of things okay, also. Good. She's uh, one of my kids – teachers and we made ugly dolls one year in the class together and so she's she's a crafter she understands but for whatever reason I rushed out and the reason that this is the second poppy hat is because I made a first poppy hat that I had already finished and put in a gift along with a couple other things for her and I just gifted that to her this morning the class was giving her a shower so my my boys aren't in her class anymore, but the current class gave her a shower because she's going out during the winter break.
0: We had one of Max's teachers baby. did the same. Oh, she didn't really? end up actually leaving during the winter break, but I knit her, uh, I knit her the baby sweater at the end of the year. Actually. Oh
1: okay, yeah. okay. And then the other thing that I finished, I. Finally woven all those ends on my traveling sweater. Yay! But <laughs> you're not
0: wearing it today. I'm not it just wearing too it warm? today. It's just too big. Okay.
1: This thing is huge. And it's outdoor really... sweater. sweater? It, it is. It's a coat or jacket okay. for our climate. It's not something that I... I don't think I would ever wear it indoors. It's definitely an outdoor sweater. We should do pictures and, of that when we're done, Oh, too. we should. Yes. And it's really interesting because it's got this big huge collar and when I was trying it on last night to see how the collar laid because depending on how you wear the collar you want to weave in the ends on the other side Mm -hmm. so when you knit it there's a right side and a wrong side, and I left my ends on the wrong side. But because the collar folds over, I actually needed to pull those through to the other side to weave in. So I was trying it on, making sure that all my ends were tucked in properly. And I tried on the sweater upside down and I realized I did that with opposite. Well, I realized, yes, all those these sweaters that that are knit in a circle with the sleeves in the middle, it's hard to tell. This sweater has an I-cord join on the back. Let me see, I think the two, it's knit circularly, and then when the two pieces come together, you bind off with an I-cord join down the back, which is on the public side of the fabric. So this I-cord join is visible down the back. So that's how visually you can look at the outside of the sweater and tell Top or bottom. Top or bottom. Mm-hmm. But I missed on that and I tried it on upside down and I realized I liked it upside down almost better. Really? <laughs> huh, interesting. The, I, the back was a little bit shorter, which the length didn't bother me, but it was a little bit shorter and the collar was a little bit bigger and so it really bunched. So I, I think I can wear it both ways. Oh, that's fun. <laughs> because it's, Ripping. So there's yeah. there's no right or wrong to it, but I think I could wear it both ways. Oh, I that's really fun. did. Yeah, it was kind of neat. So I was kind of excited about discovering that. Kind of like I can get two different. In a different Or sort of upside. Way. It's not reversible. Yeah, you it's upside it reversible. down. Flipping it. Flipping <laughs> it. I don't down, know. Upside sweater. down. Yeah. <laughs> it's interesting. And I've heard of sweaters. I think Nora Gone had a pattern that you could, that was written in that way, that you could flip it and wear it either way. And now, I know there are several, I think in interweave there was a sweater that could be worn either way also, so now there are several that are made mm-hmm. with that in mind. So kind of excited, I think I that's cool. think I have one. So. so we'll have to take pictures
0: of you wearing it both ways. Oh,
1: that's true. That's true. That's true. So that is what I have finished.
0: How about you? Well, you already heard that I finished my stripy clown scarf. So that's one. I, clowns do not wear Madeline Tosh. No, that's true. <laughs> they certainly don't. And I don't think that clowns wear the same like neon combo. They wear the primary color combo. That's true. But You know, he's a ten year old. you know? <laughs> and totally not knitting related. I've finished a ton of work projects, which were a huge personal accomplishment as well as i've almost finished all of my holiday shopping which is Yay! another huge personal accomplishment yeah, so those aren't on the knitting finished list but still for the life accomplishments over the last <laughs> week and two days woo-hoo, i'm very happy because that means that for me i pretty much get to be on vacation mm-hmm. from pretty much now I mean, I still have to check my email and right, things like that, right, but I don't have any right. meetings. You've finished it, that exactly. big push of the big project. Yeah. So I'm very pleased. And I even, I instead of putting together a work to-do list for the next week and a half of vacation, I put together a knitting to-do list. Ooh, oh, I want to do this and I want to do that. And I want to swatch for a range, and I want to rip out this sweater. Oh, and, that's great. Yeah, I actually have a little list that I started and I'm just I very excited. I should do
1: that. I, I should do that. Huh. I wonder if I'll have knitting time. I know. I'm looking forward <laughs> to having knitting
0: time. I don't know. Well, we're supposed to have rain, a lot of rain that's in the next true. couple of days. So yeah. that's you know, it's mandatory knitting time. It is. What else
1: are you going to do? But you know how it goes. The
0: the kids rain. Always find something well, and to rain do. is
1: forecast, and then it ends up being the kind of rain that fizzles out by the time you wake up in the morning. Yeah, which that is our usual rain.
0: That's true. <laughs> which I'm not complaining about, but it. I do like it when it rains I just, on a day you don't yes, have to go to work and to yes, school and exactly. everything. Exactly. If it's going to rain, vacation. I want a rainy day. Yeah. <laughs> and you can be lazy and stay in your jammies with the kids. Right. So, yeah. Exactly. I'm looking forward to having a day or two like that yeah. over the vacation. Yeah. I have me to too. Admit. Me too. Okay. So now we're on to two feature segments today. We want to review, excuse the wrinkly paper, signature needles. So, backstory on these we received these Mm -hmm. to test knit with we did we
1: received let's see a set of us one double points a size one and a size six circular for review and we actually received these a couple months ago apologies to signature needle arts but gail and i really wanted to put them through the motions and we both have been Passing them back and forth, trying them out on different things.
0: Yep. So your opinion, did you want to start with the de- double-pointed needles? Yeah. Or the circulars? Okay. Yeah,
1: we can start with the double points. Um, my first comment is just that what everybody else says about them, they're beautiful to look at. They really They're are. well-crafted, and you can tell right away that they're a quality product. And when you open up the package, the double-pointed needles – were in a nice little bag, and Mm -hmm. it was just pretty and special and...
0: (laughs) I agree. It felt like you had invested your money. Yes,
1: exactly. It felt like a quality tool. Mm -hmm. And the first thing I noticed when I took the double points out of the bag was that the needle itself was a little flexible. Did you notice that? Oh, I did not notice that. It kind of bent a little bit like how bamboo needles do.
0: No, I did not. And
1: notice. I did notice that because your traditional metals, I don't believe do that. Even the size ones. Yeah, I can, I think, I can so think of the size ones that I have in they're my needle rigid. collection. And they're very, very rigid. And these, though cold to the touch, they still bent a little bit. Because all signature needles are metal. Yes. Yes. So what... So was your thoughts?
0: I don't do a lot of double-pointed needle knitting, mm-hmm. first of all. I, as you know, don't knit socks. And my double-pointed needles are pretty much reserved for fingerless mitts and mm-hmm. the crown of a hat. Mm-hmm. So for me and the type of knitting I do with double-pointed needles, they're too slippery for me. Because mm-hmm. I can see the value of that if you're knitting socks. Because you would want your, your right. stitches to slip right. very quickly. but When you're trying to do the fiddly top of a hat, for example, and you're decreasing a lot, I found them to be too slippery for my personal preference. I need the grippiness of a bamboo for the type of double-pointed needle knitting I do. And that being said, because they were slippery for me, I was nervous about using them (laughs) because they actually slid out of my yarn, out of my stitches, more than once. Right, And I think that is because of the weight of the needle. They were heavier than right. my bamboo double-pointed needles. Yeah. So if I wasn't holding them, they were so slippery, they would literally right. slip <laughs> right out of my stitches. I experienced that too. Yeah, and I, again, I can see the value. If you were holding them, if you knew that that was going to happen, you would hold them a certain right. way. Right, And if you're knitting for socks, you would want that, Fluidity of the stitches sliding across the middle. So I understand how useful that can be, but the way I was using them, it wasn't so useful. Right. But the other thing about them that made me nervous was I was sitting on the couch next to Max as I was knitting and they're sharp. They are. So when they (laughs) slipped, when it slipped out of my stitches, it fell point first onto my leg and it was like, oh, baby, that's sharp. (laughs) And I kept thinking, be careful you don't poke Max. Be careful you don't poke Max. So be aware they are sharp. They are. And that's, again, that's valuable for the type of knitting you may be doing, but if you're knitting around small children or if you're a klutzy knitter, as (laughs) I have been known to be, then you just have to proceed with caution.
1: Right. Well, sharpness aside, because not all metal needles Are are as sharp as these signatures. So sharpness aside, I think all of the things that we mentioned are qualities that apply to any metal needle not specifically the signature needles
0: but they are i think that these size ones were more slippery than my metal needles that i have see i don't have metal double pointed needles so i can't make that comparison actually but i'm thinking of my metal circular needles i don't think they're as slippery but when we talk about the circular signature Mm -hmm. needles I loved that. Yeah. So again, it depends yeah. on what you're knitting. Right. And what you're looking exactly.
1: for. Exactly. Now, like Gail, I don't generally use metal needles for my small circumference projects either. I, When I knit socks, I always use bamboo or wood. And the reason I use bamboo or wood is that slipping reason because mm-hmm. I don't
0: want the needles to slip out. Maybe we're looser I tend, knitters, too. Maybe. I guess if you're a tighter knitter, that slipperiness that, would be that very could, useful. That
1: could be it. Mm-hmm. I don't know. But I tend to knit pretty fast on double points. And it is scary to me that they could slide out, especially mm-hmm. because if you read some of the cautions on their website, they talk about how to ship them, if you have to ship them, and how to keep the points from, I guess, getting damaged or dulling each other. So I would just be afraid that I would damage it by dropping it. I would never it. try to take those on an airplane
0: either. <laughs> no. No, that's no. definitely not <laughs> something I would ever do. Not to mention it would be a costly no. mistake if the TSA people took them from you. Yes. Yeah, yeah, that would be so heartbreaking. If you have signature needles, don't try to take right. them on an airplane.
1: But I do think if you already use metal needles, you probably would, would love, love these. Oh, yes. Just because... They do have a different feel to them, and I don't know how to describe it. They're it's silky. Almost, they're silky. Yeah. It's almost like a matte metal. Kind they don't of. feel shiny. They feel smooth. They feel very smooth, mm-hmm. but they just feel a little bit different than your
0: average metal. For meal. sure. Yeah. I think silky is definitely the word that comes to mind. I don't want to say oily. Because no. that implies that there's something on the needle itself. And there certainly right, isn't. Right. You, they don't feel oily to your skin. They just are silky in the way your yarn slides across them. Yes. And they pick yeah. up the stitches so neatly and cleanly. Yeah. I've, I've really enjoyed the circular Well, needles. why don't we
1: move on to the circulars and okay, tell so about about the circulars. Okay, so I have been using our
0: size 6 pair for the test knit swatch that I just completed and for the ribbing on my Miette cardigan. Mm-hmm. So I've been using them pretty much every day I've been knitting for the last three days, and I love them. (laughs) I was trying to decide if I am self-indulgent enough to spend the money on a pair for myself, and I haven't decided if that's a yes or no answer yet, just because that seems like, you know, $45 for a pair of needles seems steep. But Charlene made the point that if it's the size needle that you use a lot, like she uses six a lot and I use four a lot, I can see investing in a pair of the size you use the most frequently. That would be a good investment. If you know that you're going to use them frequently,
1: Yeah, then
0: I would for sure.
1: I think so too. Yeah,
0: I've enjoyed specifically the things that I like are the smooth needle tips. So the signature needles have a different color metal at the tip of the needle, Mm -hmm. the very tippy top of the needle tip. So basically you would refer to the whole metal portion of the needle as the tip. And then the cable as the cable. But imagine just the pointy part as the very tip. That's, mm-hmm. I believe it's blue. And then the rest of the needle is shiny, chrome-like color. And it's very smooth. You can't feel a join between those. Well, the color, those...
1: which, there's the,
0: wait, the tip if is. If you look at the needle itself on the on the circular needle, the tip of the needle is blue. And then the rest of the metal is silver. Or the other way around? The other way around. Okay, sorry. It's the other way around. The tip is silver and the rest is blue.
1: Because the different color needles, or go back, the different size needles are different colors. For example, we have US 6s and they're green. Okay. I think are they green? And so the US here, let's look at the website. The US fours are purple, oh, the US eights are yellow. So visually okay. if you had a set and you That's memorized the cue. color you would know which needle is which size without having to look at the needle, which actually okay. is imprinted on each needle, yes, which is which fabulous. Is great. But if visually if you memorized the color scheme, you would be able to reach into your your whatever your bag, whatever, you your know bag exactly and know what size, what size you were getting.
0: And then it's the little tip
1: that is That's silver. Okay. Yeah. That's you. why I was confused Thank when you were reversing the point, point. that for me. <laughs> but
0: the reason I brought that up is because you can't feel the join between you those two you don't. colors of the metal. transition. Right. Yeah. But I think that the tip itself is a different type of metal because it's oh. you can feel a difference with your fingers oh. between the two, but you can't feel the join itself. Yeah. So, and I found that the circular needles were not as sharp as the double-pointed needles. Mm. So, they are sharper than my bamboo needles, Mm -hmm. but they're not hazardously sharp in terms of I'm not worried I'm going to poke myself.
1: Well, and the the circulars and the single points, you have a point choice. Okay, that's what I thought. They have... On certain needles, they have three choices, and on certain needles, they have two choices, which goes from a less pointy option so to one to sharp sharp. Yes, kind of To okay. the really sharp ones, which I believe we have the stilettos, which I think is the sharpest. Okay, that makes
0: sense for the double pointed or yes. stilettos. Okay, I that think makes so. Sense. It
1: might have been for all of them.
0: I don't but think I'm the not circulars positive. are as. And I didn't bring <laughs> it with me, unfortunately. I meant to bring it with yeah, me I'm I left not it on positive. the coffee table. Yeah, I'm not positive. So, again, I'm really enjoying knitting with the size 6, US 6 circular needles. The cable also I find to be very, very flexible, which I love. So I'm knitting with a pair of bamboo circulars right now, and the cable (laughs) is permanently twisted because when I put them in their case, I fold the cable over on Mm -hmm. itself to fit in the case, and now it's permanently folded in. It's not kinked. But it's definitely bent in a circular way. Mm-hmm. Well, the signature needle cable, I don't think, would ever do that. I don't think so Because it's so, so either. flexible. And I really like that. I like
1: that too. Yeah. And I knit almost exclusively on circulars, so even for straight knitting. Mm-hmm. And the cables were really the star. <laughs> yeah. Not necessarily the only star, because the other, for me, the other thing... That was another star of these needles was the join between the cable and the needle itself. There was no kinking of yarn, no catching of yarn, nothing. Exactly. It's amazing how smooth that is. Completely smooth. And the biggest thing for me is that it just felt so secure. I had no fear of the cable (laughs) or the cord. I should say the cord. The cord either breaking the cord
0: itself breaking or breaking off from the needle. Again, because it's such a quality product, yeah. you can hold it in your hand and know, oh, this isn't going to break. Yeah. Yeah, I totally and agree.
1: As Gail and I have mentioned, we have tried other brands of needles in the past where that has become an issue mm-hmm. and a deterrent to my purchasing their product again. Whereas this needle, I felt that the cable was secure. I You didn't even think about it. It Was there was just something
0: about the way it was crafted? You just knew it never entered my mind. (laughs) It didn't enter my mind. No, and that was one of the joys of knitting with them was the fact that I never once had to, for example, push my knitting along the cable or along the needles, and I never had to stop and readjust things because the cable was twisted or you know things like that. Where I find that I'm fiddling with my knitting sometimes because of the tool right. I'm using.
1: Right. There was no
0: fiddling with these needles. Right. And I actually, my other note here was that I believe I was knitting faster with those needles uh-huh. than I do with other needles. Interesting. I really think I was. I mean, I knit that test swatch very quickly. Really? And it does wow. have a pattern to it where you actually have to pass stitches over. Uh-huh. And it the way the signature needle tips picked up the yarn to pass oh, nice. over, much better nice. than some of the other needles nice. I've used. There was a noticeable difference. That's nice. Yep. So I'm yeah. looking forward to knitting to that test Well, the whole sweater definitely. on those needles. Yeah, I really wanted to get gauge on those. on that one.
1: Definitely. I would definitely do that. Yeah, oh, I'm nice. excited. So, yeah, it's just, you know, the price point, check it out. I'm not going to mention the price point because it, depending on where you live... In which, combination in which country, of and what combination and stuff you buy, of tips varies. and they're all different. I think they're all somewhat in the U.S. forty dollar range, mm-hmm. I believe. And this, the double pointed needles, I I believe will might vary a little bit because I think you have the option of buying a four needle set or a five needle set. Yep. So that would vary the price. And in the case of a loss, I did ask, and the person might person who answered me at signature needles did say that customers could purchase a single needle oh, in case of a loss. Awesome. Which is one of which was one of my worries when I was doing my test knit with the double points, knowing that Gail and I wanted to ultimately gift those as a prize. At some point I wanted to be very careful with them and I yes. didn't want to lose one. And, the you know, that made me worry, too, because it's so easy for me to take my socks when I am knitting socks, carry the them road. around with me, yeah. and not worry about losing a bamboo needle because I have several sets of them and they're easily replaced. But I would worry about it with the,
0: these double points. So, you know, that's one thing to think about. That is probably just me. No, I was just thinking as you were saying that. Every time I knit with double-pointed needles, I end up sticking one behind my hair hair, like a pencil. (laughs) You know, you're using it as a cable needle or you're using it for whatever or you're winding your yarn so you stick one in your hair. I can see myself losing one of those very easily because it would slip out in. I seem to do a lot of double-pointed needle knitting in the car. Yes. And inevitably, they fall down the crack yes. between the seat and the center console, so you're, like, scrounging around were... trying to get it, and it's in the crack of the seat. And There was a <laughs> hilarious blog post years and years ago from
1: Stephanie Pearl McBee about I've that exact that. Yeah, the rental occurrence car. Yep. with the needle falling between the seat and disappearing into the ether. So. And I, I laughed <laughs> so hard because I have done that yes. same
0: thing probably more than once too and that's always where they fall yes exactly they go someplace never to be found again and it's always the rental car my mom it was so funny just recently she was saying that she lost a double pointed needle in the car and she said i couldn't find it anywhere and i said you looked under the seat right she said oh yeah and i said check the little pocket on the side of your door because i've had them flip into that pocket Um, too and you're looking everywhere and they're down in that little storage area ridiculous just so Tiny and thin. Yep. Lost forever.
1: So I think we definitely like these needles. Yeah. 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 And, you know, we have had this discussion, Gail and I have had this discussion about where is your price point and how much would you spend on a single tool? And obviously that's a personal personal decision, but it really was nice to try out something
0: that, that we wouldn't have purchased first right? yeah. probably
1: wouldn't have purchased but may purchase after having mm-hmm.
0: tried. So you know, thank I'm, you very much again to Central yes. Needle Arts for yeah. the the privilege of trying those out.
1: Yeah, definitely. I, I really enjoyed it and I feel confident that it really is a quality product. And I understand the
0: price. Yes, I do, too. Having used
1: the needle It's fair. It is a fair price. I do not
0: think that they are gouging in any way whatsoever. It's just a personal decision of whether I would pay this price. (laughs) But there was an interesting thread started in our Ravelry group recently about Christmas presents. Someone posted, my husband wants to get me something for Christmas, give me some ideas. And people were putting out some really, really great ideas. And I don't think anyone said a set of Signature needles. I don't... And that would have been a good one.
1: There were needles in general like, mentioned, I think.
0: Interchangeable set. Right, I think. Right, right.
1: But Signature does sell needles as a set, and I believe that there are, is some sort of price reduction when you buy needles in a set. And even though the holidays are almost upon us, I believe that they occasionally do offer shipping deals. So you just have to be aware stalk and their site. stalk the site. <laughs> I recently subscribed to their Twitter feed and I know that they uh, tweet specials there. Oh. So if you're interested, cool. check that out too.
0: Okay, so we are now at 52 minutes. So if we're going to do our favorite, we we'll can do, do our it. top three pretty quickly. Very
1: quickly. I so, have two. Only two? Yeah. I only I only wrote down two because I was afraid that we wouldn't have a lot of time.
0: Okay, so Charlene <laughs> somehow new. So we want to do a quick recap of our favorite projects of 2012. So last episode we did our Uggs or our Fails of 2012. <laughs> well, mine were 2012. Charlene's was her whole new career. <laughs> this is our favorite projects of 2012, and I have three. Okay. Do so you want me to go first? Sure. So strangely enough, my top favorite projects was the sweater I knit for Mike. Oh, wow. Emelian really? sweater that I knit for Mike. Two reasons for that. The first reason, which is by far the most important to me, is the fact that every morning when I get up, he gets up first, and I wake. he wakes me up, and I get up and give him a hug. He's wearing that sweater every single morning when <laughs> I give him a hug. So that's his, I get up in the morning, I'm cold, I put on my hand-knit sweater. And the second reason I really like it is because all of the modifications that I did were just perfect for him. I mean he wanted the cables, he wanted the pockets, he wanted so this, just he wanted fit. that. It really worked out. Yeah. It really worked well. I mean I know I grumbled a lot and I was <laughs> choking on all of those parts of the modifications, but it really in the end was a great use of my knitting time. Yeah. He liked great. he really likes the sweater has grown a lot. It's pretty long in him now, but Mm -hmm. it's still... Well, when you
1: wash it, you can put it in the dryer. Yeah, I've done that once. I just haven't washed it too many times because he wears it for three hours every morning and that's it. He's not sweating or anything.
0: And the yarn selection for that was really good too. I used the DK Twist yarn from Madeline Tosh and it's just great. And strangely enough, after I wrote this list, he said to me, I think three mornings ago, oh, I think I want you to knit me another sweater. (laughs) And I said, really? And he said, yeah. And I said, well... I'm surprised to hear that because you only wear this in the morning. And he said, well, what I really want is another sweater that's lighter weight that I can wear throughout the day if oh, I want to, which nice. surprised the heck out of me because he's definitely a sweatshirt kind of guy yeah. and not a hand-knit sweater yeah. kind of guy. So he and I are starting negotiations on what it is that he's <laughs> looking for so that if I knit something for him, it's the right, right. something. And i right. definitely use a much more workhorse type of yarn. Yeah. Yeah. So that's my number one. What's your number one?
1: I think my number one is probably my Owl's Sweater.
0: Oh, you wore that to the party the other day.
1: Owl's Sweater by Kate Davies, which you have heard about throughout the year because I knit it at the beginning of the year. So it was probably one of the first projects I talked about on the podcast. And I know I've talked about it as I've worn it throughout the year. But there's just something about that sweater. It fits perfectly. I love the owl pattern. I love the little owl eyes, and people always notice it and always comment on it. And it was one of those things that was sale yarn, Uh so it was a super, super inexpensive sweater. I don't know. Everything aligned. And I just, I love it. I absolutely love it. And I have a fantasy of knitting a long sleeve version for myself. It probably won't happen this winter because I have everything else that I want to do. By the time I knit everything that I want to knit this winter, it'll be summer. Summer again. Yeah. So at some point, I would like to knit another one.
0: Good choice. Yeah. (laughs) So my second favorite of the year was my LAR cardigan, the pattern by Gudrun Johnson. and yeah. The wins on that one were just—it's so pretty. Yeah, I it mean, is. I was listening to the Double Knit podcast today, and Jessica kept Jessica kept saying about her favorite projects. I can't believe I knit something so pretty, <laughs> and that's one of those things. I look at it and I think, yeah. Wow, I can't believe that's I knit nice that. Feeling. It's so yeah. pretty, you know. Yeah. It's so delicate and just gorgeous. And every, same thing every time I wear it, I get stunned yeah. comments of, oh, "That's so pretty yeah. on you." I think of the coloring. Of the sweater it's the morning it's de morning de color, de color from madeline tosh yeah. the color itself is gorgeous and it's the color of my eyes oh, so yeah. people comment on it i i didn't choose that intentionally it just worked out that way but i think that that's that's a comment i hear a lot when i wear the sweater yeah and because it's lit it's lit in lace weight <laughs> <laughs> it's knit in lace weight yarn. it's a very very lightweight sweater the opposite of what i'm wearing right now my a day sweater is very warm and solid. Lar is light as a feather, but it's still warm. So I always thought during the summer, I'll just throw Lar on over my tank top. And then I would be so sweaty that I would have to give up. So it was also a very fun knit. It was interesting, entertaining, even though it was lace weight and took a little longer than most sweaters, it was Mm -hmm. worth it. It's just a gorgeous sweater. I highly recommend it as a pattern. Okay. So what's your number two?
1: Well, speaking of fun knits. The second thing I picked, which is the Fuse Cardigan by Veronique Avery. I can take mine back out. <laughs> I picked because I had such a fun time knitting it. And it it is interesting because this is also not one of my expensive yarn purchases for the year. It is an inexpensive Cascade 220 <laughs> so, yarn. That's Boo the Cat saying that's, hi. Yes. <laughs> that's why I kind of paused in the middle Oh, of now that he's got sentence. the wrapping paper. Oh, okay. Kitty sounds. <laughs> but anyway, I just, I love this sweater. And I took it out and I wore it this week, one day during the day. It's been a colder week here. And the cowl just feels so good and works around my neck. And it's so fun to be able to... Fasten it in the different ways,
0: and I just had a really good time knitting it too, so that was my number two Yeah, I'm looking forward to taking Fuse back out again. It's been in the closet. I have to pull that out So my third and final top for 2012 is my Jenica hoodie by Hobie Locatelli I've been wearing that a lot this week. I really have. It's perfect. It's the yarn and pattern combination were ideal just like Lar it was an awesome, fun knit. It was a fast knit because the yarn is a heavier weight. Yeah. And it goes with everything. I can put it on over anything and feel stylish. That's, I just love that sweater. That's and it's, good to hear because that's on my two-knit list. Oh, you've got to. You're <laughs> going to love it. It's, it's the perfect amount of warmth inside and out because... Like, yesterday, Max and I went for a walk outside, and I had Jenica on, and the weight of the hood on the back of my shoulders, like you said, extra time, is that extra yeah. layer that kept me yeah. that much warmer. I like that. It, so the only detriment on Jenica is that because it fastens up higher on your chest uh-huh. it's not as stylish with a cowl or a scarf so right. <laughs> if you're going to be like wearing multiple hand knit items it doesn't quite flow so well so yesterday i wore it with my hat and fingerless mitts instead yeah. of with a yeah. cowl <laughs> yeah <laughs> i still managed to get three hand knits on my body but not a cowl
1: okay so it's time to start putting together our what will we knit list for 2013, 2013, everyone. <laughs> yes, and
0: we do want to thank all of you. From the bottom of my heart, you guys, it has been the most amazing year in terms of making new friends, not just because of the podcast, but that's a big part of it, but my other friends on Ravelry who don't listen to the podcast, I just have felt so blessed this year to have found so many new friends in the ninny community that, I mean... I've been gifted three new patterns this week and received amazing things in the mail and Christmas cards from people I've never met. And I just, I feel so lucky to have so many real life friends who I get to see every day in the flesh and people who I just play with on Ravelry. It's like a play group online. And thank you all so much and specifically I Rock Knits who sent both, a pattern mm-hmm. both to me and mm-hmm. to Charlene today. Thank yes. you so much. Thank I got you. the one skein boot toppers from you today, and, and you I do have got to the mention lemongrass pattern. Yeah, which lemongrass. I'm really looking forward
1: to knitting.
0: <laughs> her name is Corey, and those were gifted to us in honor of Knit Pearl Girl Carrie, right. who passed yes. away recently. Yes. I was not one of her followers or watchers, unfortunately. I feel like I missed out on something really good there, but. Thank you so much, Corey, and thank you for the thought and memory Absolutely. of Knit Pearl Girl. Yes. And thank you, Maggie, Christine, Sandy, Julie, and Shannon for all of the goodies <laughs> I got this week, and Arlene, who sent me a card, a Christmas card from Canada. <laughs> that was the coolest thing ever. It's like, wow, nice. my kids <laughs> nice. every day, wow, mommy, and who's that? <laughs> so it's just been a very, very wonderful year. Thank you all so much. And you want to say something about the self-indulgent, self-indulgent knit-along. knit-along
1: because we will not be back until after the, the start of date. the new year. That's right. We'll have a thread in our group for everyone to chat it up and continue to share
0: their Idea possible yes. knits. And yeah, what so else do we need Yeah, please continue say? to use that thread because it has been a great inspiration both for... I know it has been convenient. Mm-hmm. I think it has been, been Charlene fun. <laughs> as well. And I know a lot of people have been checking it out. So please continue to give us your ideas, show us your yarn, show us, you know, whatever else is brewing in the back of your mind. Yeah. And The start of the knit-along is January 1st. You do not need to cast on January 1st. You can cast on whenever you want.
1: I've had years where because family events or life events, whatever, you can't cast on on January 1st. But a
0: project done during the time period between January 1st And and March 10th. So we have two and almost a half months to the guideline is knit anything for yourself, Yeah. period. We don't care what kind of yarn. We don't (laughs) care what size project. We don't care anything as long as you're doing it for yourself and you're having a good time. Mm -hmm. So please come play along. Lots of great prizes, including that pair of signature double-pointed needles. (laughs) That's in the prize list. And we have skeins of yarn. Oh, candy skein yarn. Oh, yes. Tammy from Candy Skein, who is wonderful, has... Given us a discount code for use in her shop, which is candyscane.com. You can use the code, which is Yarniax, to get 15% off. And I failed to mention last episode that she does offer international shipping as well. Okay. So if you're an international listener, you can use the discount code and she'll ship to you internationally. I loved her juicy sport yarn I haven't seen more of it on her site yet and I have been looking but she said that she's going to be posting some new yarns soon so that's also part of the knit along and she is donating a skein of her yarn as a prize so super fun <laughs> thank you again Tammy we appreciate it yes we and do. other goodies in the prize list I will open the self-indulgent knit along finished object thread sometime in January And I will list all of the prizes in the top of that thread. So you'll get to see them. And hopefully we'll be adding more prizes throughout the duration of the knit along, which is what happened with our last one. So my fingers are crossed. So happy new year. Happy holidays, whichever holidays you um, actually happen to celebrate. (laughs) And yeah, Big yarny hugs.
1: Big yarny hugs. And thank you all so much once again for a great 2012. And we will see you in 2013. And I guess I guess we won't be rookies anymore. This is the end of our rookie year. That's true. Year. <laughs> this is the end of
0: our first year of podcasting. So yeah. that's another thing we get to celebrate in yeah. January. A new year and a new year of podcasting. Yes. So, woo! So, happy excited. New Year. Happy knitting. Bye.
1: You can find us on iTunes at Yarniac's podcast. Visit our blog with show notes at yarniacs.com. We have a growing Ravelry group and you can follow us on Twitter at yarniax. Goodbye and good knits.